Melindo joining us here in the Liquid Lounge. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Guys. Oh, absolutely. This is awesome. We got my partner, Jake Litke, here as well. What's up, Jake? We always offer a drink in the Liquid Lounge, a little bourbon or a little vape pen or some fluid conversation. Well, or some fluid conversation all and the some, above. some mind at ease. There you go. Don't go too hard on that. Nope. Just a little something to blur, there you your, go. Vi little something to blur your vision. Nice. Jake. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So these are, we always like to, hey, look, a little toast to the maturation evolution of the industry. Cheers. Takes Cheers. all of us to do Salud. it. Thanks for doing what you're doing to the industry. Can't Thanks. wait to talk about it. Thanks, man. So a lot of folks know you, Ruben, as a football player. Played in Canada, played for five teams in the NFL over 10 years. Yeah. Jets, Broncos, Jags. Dolphins. Dolphins and. And Hamilton Tiger Cats. And the Cats. Hamilton Tiger Cats. That's a hell of a professional career. We're not here to talk about all the football. You don't even have a long career in cannabis. Not even. Yet here you are now in the cannabis industry, working with some cool tech, some really smart people, yeah. and I know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're doing it at a time when everything from the, from the cannabis standpoint is, is, is innovative. There's a lot of new stuff happening. What are you doing in cannabis? And I know it's got nothing to do with football. Absolutely. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that we don't, that I don't have anything to do with cannabis and football. And we can talk about that okay, in a little bit. Okay, fair enough. But from a technology standpoint, we actually um, have some disruptive technology. We're actually- And who's we? Let's get that we out of the way. We is SunGrown Zero. SunGrown so Zero. I, I work for SunGrown Zero and uh, John Perricone and Dr. Jonathan Cachet are the two founders of SunGrown Zero. The technology was founded by um, Dr. Cachet, Jonathan Cachet, JC as we call him. That's right. Yeah, he's your boy, right? Boy, yeah. So, you know, JC was um, crazy innovative. Like his thought process and the way he came about this product is crazy. So let me tell you a little bit about it. We actually use the sun, believe it or not, to grow plants indoors. Yep. The that sun, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when the it's sun awesome. stops growing plants, you guys let me know. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll go do something else for a living. Right. But we actually, We've part, we, have a, um, we have a strategic partnership with a company called Solitube. They have 25 years in the industry. They have spectral infinity, highly reflective uh, technology that allows us to harness and bring the sun directly into a space and feed the plants full spectrum, full color, without the UV, without the heat. And we do it at an energy cost savings. It depends on where you are in the country, up to 80%. Right? And we're working on a design since I took over as CEO of the company. We're working on a design actively right now to be net zero to the grid, where you can actually sell back energy to the grid that you don't use. That's amazing. That's really brilliant. sustainable. And this, this, yeah, tech this, so, this tech is so, the way it's all designed, which I'm gonna ask you to explain in a second. Okay. Uh, but with reflection and the way the sun comes in and hits angles and allows it to be redirected. And then they did it and made it much smarter. And JC is one of the most advanced thinkers I've met in yeah, this space. Yeah, but you've, let's jump back real quickly. Okay. So you've recently been brought on as a CEO. I was. And uh, that's pretty awesome. Thank you. And Congratulations. I'm going to let you tell us why that's so awesome, other than just a cool title and everything. Yeah, it's a, more What's, than a cool why title. Why is it really important now in this space and for you? So it's in this space, I'm the first African-American CEO of a non-African-American-owned company. I'm the only African-American CEO of a non African-American company in cannabis. And one of, we've pr pretty much narrowed down one of three in ag tech. Yeah, I told you it wasn't Worldwide. 
So <laughs> not you, buddy. Not you. Not you. But um, I'll keep trying. So why that's so important right now in this industry? Uh, we're really at the beginning stages of this. This is yeah. the gold rush when everybody's grabbing picks and shovels, right? This is dot com when everybody had a domain name, right? Yeah. We're at the beginning of this thing, and and why it's so important is because. I can kick down the door and really be Jackie Robinson and open up diversity in a in a in a industry that was really built and, and with all due respect built on the backs of minorities, right? We 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 can get into that or not get into that, but you know, the truth of the matter is um, as we move down the road, you'll see that minorities bring a tremendous amount of impact to this space. I mean, you have to think about it on the illegal side you know, they were able or still able to move and do the things they do. But now when it becomes legal, we have to educate them and teach them how to turn that business into a lucrative commercial business or corporate America, right? Yeah. This is not Cheech and Chong's cannabis to say, sure. right? Yeah. I say, this ain't your dad's pap's blue ribbon. Right. This, yeah. is, this is a real, real- It's in an IPA now. It's a real <laughs> industry, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It is an IPA. It's a New England so, hazy IPA. Yeah. So that's where we're at and that's, that's what's important why it's so important that they brought me on. Uh, Johnny and, and JC are way ahead of their time. Yeah. Um, they recognized what I brought to the table, education background and industry knowledge um, from a different angle, but also from a um, progressive thought process, right? So when I saw Sun Grown Zero, I didn't just think of cannabis. I thought about taking us to the next evolution, which is solving the world's problem of food. So we're actually working actively on designing a cube that grows vegetables that's 100% off the grid that you can just take and ship and drop in some place like Dubai or India or Africa or put it on the back of a- like Third world areas where sun isn't costing them Right, put it back on the back of a, a military aircraft carrier where they're, you know, traveling around and growing yeah. food. As long as there's sun, we can grow, right? When you say cube, are we talking like this cube or We're talking cube? like this cube, our okay. space. All right, like we're a 10 talking, by 10 cube? Um, maybe a little bit bigger than a 10 by 10, okay. but absolutely. Um, we have we have a design of 480 square feet, which okay. is gonna be our prototype, where we'll grow cannabis on one side, and on the other side, we'll grow vegetables. So we're, we're, we're gonna rock this out. So as a football player, and I coach youth football, so I can appreciate the metaphor that football is. But you can't of. really appreciate football because you're a Steelers fan. <laughs> okay. You want to go there now? <laughs> no, 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 okay, no, no. That's fine. I think he already opened the door. Yeah, you opened that door. Oh, I dropped my mic. It was probably during that um, Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> Cleveland <laughs> Browns talk. So back to Playbooks 2.0. Um, when I graduated from business school, um, I sat down and, and talked to uh, a couple people from Jack Welsh Foundation, and I said, you know, athletes will make the best businessmen when, once they make the transition or the jump from the field to the boardroom, right? The only thing different between the field and the boardroom is we change benches for, for leather chairs and the chalk lines for pens and paper, and right? Whiteboards, yeah. And blackboards. It's, it's the same blackboard, but this yeah. is, might be a smart board. Yeah, we call them green boards. Green boards, right, right. I'm, see, I <laughs> aged myself. I aged myself. I said just, a smart board, green board. I just made that up. Oh, great. I don't even know what that is. That's a Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, joke, right? Yeah, I'm just Okay, but so, you know, I say that, and, and I say it in, in all honesty, um, 
So my experience playing professional sports and sports in general, I don't care if you play professional or you make it to the pros. Once you play high school sports or college sports or you're an athlete and you know you coach your boys, I coach my son and in, you get it, right? So it's that attention to detail that makes you either a great athlete or if you don't pay attention to the detail, you're an average athlete. Or you're just athletic. That's right. There's and, a difference and being in, athletic and being a great athlete. And how about this in business? Either you're a great business guy, and great business guys pay attention to all the minute details, right? The devil's in the details. Mm -hmm. But what, what separates great businessmen from those who are the progressive thought leaders like Steve Jobs, uh, Bill Gates. Aaron Silverman. Aaron Silverman. Right, right. Aaron Silverman. <laughs> um, Spider-Man. I'm just going to call him Spider-Man from just now on. Perfect. <laughs> so Aaron, um, you know, you're a genius, right? So uh, the, I mean, some say that. You know, I don't want to take all the yeah. credit for that. Can I be I mean, Batman? Jake is Spider-Man? Yeah, Batman. <laughs> I just want to be, yeah, Batman. Right, right, right. Cool. As long um, as I'm not Robin. Yeah. You know, and I'm at a disadvantage because you threw your name in there, and I'm like, all right, well, he wants to add a guy in there, and then they clicked. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, no, back to that. Like, in all seriousness, man, the most important thing athletes can do when they transition into business is, is remember paying attention to that detail, whether you were a defensive back and it was technique or a wide receiver and it was positioning. It's the same thing in business, right? There's, there's times that I want to just look at something and just gloss over it and put it you know pass it on to one of my team members zone, like zone defense that's it brother but you like can't zone defense you got to be able to say in 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 when you hand that guy off to a linebacker right. right and i'll tell you what it is man this industry right now we're playing man-to-man -man all day yeah tight man, -man. this is bump and run from yep. the line of scrimmage your man wants popcorn you go get him popcorn yep. with butter and sometimes you got two dbs and they got trips that's it and this, that that's what this industry is yeah. man it's really you know if the football analogy um I hope that you get a chance to interview my buddy Marvin Washington, man. I say his name on air. Yeah. I, I love Marv. Um, if he comes by the booth while we're I'm, talking, I'm we'll get him in here. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, um, that is You guys the, can share a chair. That is the key. <laughs> nah, brother. Do you see that joker? No, I'm just kidding. That joker looks like he still play a couple downs, man. I told you, this is a cannabis-infused conversation, so sometimes there's just jokes right in there. That's yeah. okay. Oh, listen, Where's I love it. Where's that fun? Yeah. I love it. This is um, one of the best interviews that I've done. All right, good. Um, so back to the transition of, of, of Playbook 2.0. What makes me different from every other CEO in this space, and, and I'll tell you this, is there's not a CEO in the industry that's gonna outwork me with ease. You might outwork me, but it's gonna you're gonna work to outwork yeah. me. Yeah. Challenge accepted. I I agree with you. I like to, <laughs> From yeah, CEO I wanna to I love CEO. to meet yeah. the guy that's better at doing my job than me. That's right. right? And, hey, and then give that's me the some guy pointers. you wanna hire. That's right. And hand and be like, you know what, yo, I got something to learn now. Right. Yep. Or I wanna hit him. I wanna hand that guy my job and go play golf. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, that's the right. eventual goal, right? Just coach that's some more it. football, yeah. Yeah, or coach some more football. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Thank you. you yeah, know. no, that's uh, that's a great. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's go to this way over a okay. little bit and get cool. out of the boardroom a little bit and talk nice. football, cannabis. Now you're not a cannabis user. I'm not. I've never ever ever smoked uh, weed in my life. I've seen it. I've grown up around it. Um, it's, it was in my household, um, but just as an athlete, I just chose not to. Um, however, I do believe that from a criminalization and and social aspect that there are too many benefits positively 
to uh, continue down the path of criminalization. And I'm very outspoken about it. Uh, I rail against the NFL and the NBA. I, I tell people when they give me an opportunity to speak, I tell them the NFL and the NBA have a, have a policy that is inherent, inherently racist, right? Because you can't expect these guys who come from the, your, your commodities, these guys who come from these communities that grew up with weed as the staple of the community. And a lot of these guys used weed to medicate, not necessarily for recreation. I played with guys that were smoking weed in the 90s that used it to, you know, playing ball. That's what yeah. they did, right? And it, it helped them focus and it helped them focus and heal and recover off the field. You, do you ever wonder if those guys that were using cannabis on a regular basis while playing were, and I'm not sure the best way to ask it, but were somewhat more protected from CTE and concussions in advance because they were using it versus you know, those that started to use it afterwards? I often wonder. So I, I, I literally lay in bed at night and, and, and ponder that. I really do because I, I think about the guys who were using yeah. versus the guys who didn't use. And I also think about the generation gap, yep. right? So I was a player of the 90s. I have a lot of friends yep. that were players in lead the with 80s. Your, lead with your helmet. Like, football doesn't even look the same. Right, anymore. I have guys who played in the 80s who have severe CTE. And, and uh, you know, let's stop calling it CTE because that's what the NFL and the government yeah. want us to call it. It's a traumatic brain injury. Yep. Right, this is a chronic traumatic brain injury that these guys have. Um, the word CTE kind of is like calling cannabis marijuana, in my opinion. Right, let's get away from it. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. Let's not sugarcoat it. Yep. These guys are killing themselves playing this game that I love. You know, my 15-year-old son plays. I love it. Yeah. But to answer your question, I do think that these guys that medicated, um, maybe the advanced, uh, without even knowing, they were doing some advanced protection. That's, I agree. And like, I, I use CBD now. I started using CBD a month ago. I use uh, oral suspension and the ointments. And I was just telling Marvin, I, I have the fountain of youth, man. Like, my thought process is like this. I sleep better at night. Um, my digestive system is like totally different. Like, it's just different, yeah. right? And I think about guys like my, my good friend Leonard Marshall. Leonard started using, he owns a company called Elixinol. Leonard started using Elixinol and is crystal clear, sharp, witty. You know, but before that, there was a little gray there, you know? Mm -hmm. I was around Junior Seau toward the end there, you know, when he was up in New England. And it's tough, man. It's, it's, a, it's a tough position to be in when you're really looking at what the benefits are of this. It's kind of like, I said this yesterday, cannabis is like probiotics, man, right? Everybody ate yogurt way back in the day, but we didn't know why, right? <laughs> yeah. But now it's like the probiotics, the, was, the benefits yeah. of it. And that's cannabis and that's CBD, you know? And yeah, pretty soon what we do isn't going to be so cool anymore. Right. Well, the kids are going to come like up with... It's going to be like selling yogurt. They're going to come up with something different. But, you know, yeah. you know think about this, man. I, I live in the town where the guy, or I live in the area where the guy created Fage yogurt. I thought Fage yogurt was like from France. Yeah, is come that how you say it? Yeah, come to find out. <laughs> the shit's from like Hudson, New York. You it's, know what I mean? It's like. Uh, it's actually a Greek yeah. word. It says Faye. Yeah, Faye. And yeah. it's like Hudson, New oh, York. It's Faye. And he's Faye, Indian. Yeah. The okay. guy who owns the company is Indian. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is there are too many benefits. The other part of what I rail against is the criminalization, right? And I'm in a state where 
you have 75,000 inmates in either state or, or, or county corrections that their instant offenses is, is cannabis, right? So if you, if you decriminalize cannabis, they're stuck, with a, they're stuck in a quandary. They're, you're gonna let out 75,000 people because you have to go back and look at their instant offense. And I was just having this conversation. They've been teaching us that cannabis is a gateway drug our whole lives. And, and when these guys go to prison or jail, they ask them, did you ever use smoke marijuana? And you know, most guys will say, yeah, I get high, I smoke weed, right? Well, so now, yeah. if you think about it, the gateway drug isn't the cannabis, the gateway drug is the system creating recidivism, yeah. right? Recidivism is that revolving door that tells a guy to go back to prison. Because at the age of 16, he gets arrested for, uh, in New York State, we call it UPM, um, um, unlawful possession of marijuana. It's, yeah. a, it, it's a, it's not even a misdemeanor, it's a violation. But once you get a conviction of that, you cannot go to college on TAP or Pell Grants and you get no financial aid. So really, now you've just taken a 16-year-old kid and you took, it, you took his world away because without education, we have nothing. Awesome. Okay? So this is, the, this is the quandary that the states have. States like California thought they had a remedy. States like uh, Colorado ha have a remedy. They've let guys out of prison. They're, they're doing it without... Um, they're, they're doing it, it's called without prejudice. So, you know, we'll let you out today, Aaron and, and, and guys, and tomorrow you can't sue us for, for this. But guys, right. would rather get, guys would rather get out of prison and get out the mix, right? I, yeah, I, would, yeah. I, would, I would take that. Yeah, I'll take that deal. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this is the problem, man. This is, this is why I've been entrusted, and I tell people, I wear this crown, you don't see it, but I wear this crown of being, being an African-American CEO, because that's the other part of my job. You know, I'm, I'm the CEO. I tell my guys, CEO stands for control every outcome, right? And that's what I do. And now my, the onus there you go. is- There's your job description. That's right. it, brother. And, <laughs> yeah. and the onus is on, on us, us yeah. guys, to yeah. go out and make an impact in the world and, and, and change the way we do things. Well, to your point, sometimes I feel like the word cannabis being called the gateway isn't even fair. The word gateway is actually become the wrong that's yeah, become yeah. the wrong stigmatized yeah, word, right yeah. what if it was a what if cannabis is the gateway to like a healthier better lifestyle yeah. what if it's the gateway to you know being less of an asshole that's right or, or it's whatever a, it's a gateway supplement right yeah, gateway drug, well, right? cbd might be the gateway to thc chemists so there's a lot yeah a lot of great how about alcohol could have been a gateway you know or and you know i know we're wrapping up here yeah. but one of one of the final thoughts that i want to have with you guys is the other thing that we really need to stop doing in this industry is calling it black market cannabis sure that is such a black eye on the industry yeah what we what we really start need to start doing is calling it um charcoal gray nah, or, no or just, <laughs> just like yeah. honestly like um when we when we refer to it as black market then we're giving it a criminal element to it, yeah. right? It's like sleazy. Yeah. Yeah. Really, what it is, is, is it's just unregulated. That's exactly it's what it is. It's unregulated cannabis because yep. it's not going through the proper protocols and channels. But anyway, that's my spiel, guys. Thank Leave you so anybody much. with any last thoughts, a message, a website, direct yeah. somebody somewhere. How do we find out more information? Yeah, yeah. You? Tell us how to find out more information. Maybe give us just a, a little recap on how you're turning getting the sun in for free. Right. Yeah. So, so we forgot about that. So, so real quick, um, our, our website is sungrownzero.com. Um, you can follow me on social at, at runfast. 
uh, 19 on Instagram, Ruben Lindo on uh, all other social media uh, platforms. Um, one of the things that I do want to leave you with is SunGrown Zero is an industry disruptor. We are driving the industry. We're bringing sun into dark spaces where you can grow plants at a fraction of the cost of traditional HPS greenhouse or traditional built uh, cannabis cultivation facilities. And we can scale. We can grow 10,000 feet, 5,000, 2,000, all the way up to a million feet. It doesn't matter. The sun is an infinite light source. never, ever got, goes out. Well, you are right. You are working. I know your founder, JC, well, he is one of the most advanced thinkers in the space and a creative mind as well. So you are on the right train. And now I know who took the handle at RunFast because I was trying to get the oh, yeah, same yeah, one. Yeah, it was okay. so bizarre. It was Jeez. available. So well, now you, I know. It was you. It's funny. You're like Jimmy Fallon. I, I graduated high school with Jimmy. So, Did you? Yeah, yeah. You remind oh, well, me of Maybe this will work out. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. some things. We got, we got some things. Get some things going. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having I me, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Thank you this so much.